Ducks. Check. Flats. Check. Engine. Check. Coffee maker. Check. We are coasting. Okay, boys. On. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I am Nick Trellia. I am Kaleeb. And I'm Rachel Kukuchi. We have a great show lined up. The Associate Dean of Men is going to be here to rap later. But as always, let's get started with Wacky World. Wow! I don't believe it. Well, there's something you don't see every day. So my story, headline, Florida man proposes using ring stolen from other lover. That. Well, Joseph Davis was simultaneously <laughs> dating two women. Ah, uh, classic. He stole a wedding ring, a wedding band and engagement ring from one of his girlfriends and proposed to the other with it. That is, I wish I could pull that off. The girlfriend he stole from stumbled upon the second girlfriend's Facebook and found an engagement photo. To her surprise, she recognized two things in the photo, the ring and her boyfriend. She, wow, she, that's... She, Double hours. <laughs> she checked her jewelry box, and sure enough, her engagement ring and wedding band from a previous marriage were missing. Oh, it gets spicier. I, I know. Exactly. Just all sorts of drama happening. Yeah. Here. Right, right. I, you know, I, I wasn't even surprised. I would have thought this was Alabama. Whoa there. <laughs> <clears throat> so also missing were various other pieces of jewelry with a total valuation of around $6,000. She contacted the fiancé, who returned the stolen items uh, all the ones that she had, the engagement ring and everything. It's looking pretty bleak for Davis, so there's a warrant out for his arrest. He's on the run, and even worse, his fiance broke off their engagement. Talk about kicking a guy while he's down. Isn't that uh, right? He kicked himself down. <laughs> so this Davis guy has been really getting around. So he has a warrant for his arrest in Oregon for fleeing a hit-and-run with injuries. He's been arrested for possessing a fictitious ID, filing a false police report, domestic violence, and possession of cocaine with intent to sell. Just one more for felon bingo. <laughs> I bet. I bet he was he was planning on doing this all along. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was he was just in this for the money, right? Yeah. Just um, dating the girl f- who had a former relationship, so mm. that he could just take the rings. That's brilliant. It's actually yep. pretty clever. I yeah. also want to talk about how great this story is. That this week when I went to look for my wacky world story, I found this story too, and copied it into our show prep document and only after doing that did i look above and see nick had copied the same article hey first one to the chalkboard wins as they say (laughs) yeah so with that um my story is former high school classmates find out their twin siblings (laughs) so a pair of former classmates in indiana reconnected decades later on facebook made a shocking discovery their long lost twin siblings whoa so Karen Warner, she's 51, said she found out her biological mother's name a few years ago when Indiana unsealed adoption records. And the discovery came with a surprise. She had a twin brother. Ooh. So she started looking everywhere for who her twin brother was. Um, but because she didn't know the name of the brother, she had a hard time finding anything. So did, she wasn't very successful until she obtained local voting records with a list of birthdays are on the voting records and she saw that three men shared her birth date and she figured out that the third name on the list mike jackman was one of her high school classmates that she had just recently reconnected with on facebook like oh hey pal you know long time no see and <laughs> did they ever date in high school that's what i was just gonna ask <laughs> oh like that has some luke and Happy leia stuff nasty. there oh. yeah I don't know. I mean, why did they reconnect on Facebook? Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. No. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't say what their what either their relationship no, status is. 
Yeah, speaking of Alabama. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so she sent him a Facebook message saying, we might be twin siblings. And, and they, he said, doggone it. <laughs> That's and, a pickup line and a half. <laughs> oh, gosh. And they had a DNA test performed that confirmed their connection. Um, and he said... It's filled a void in my life I didn't know was there. There was something out there I didn't know was there. And now it's here. She's here. <laughs> He's talking, I don't like this. <laughs> He's talking about her like people talk about their spouses. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. The siblings now talk almost every day and get together several times a week. <laughs> and Warner, the girl said, we're two peas in a pod. This is like, have you guys ever seen um, the documentary Two Identical Strangers or Three Identical Strangers? No, so no. it's it's a documentary um, based on a true story about twins, mm. bunches of twins from an adoption agency that were separated at birth. And it was like a social experiment of nature versus nurture. Wow. It's kind of creepy stuff. And nobody knew they were being experimented on. Well, speaking of figuring stuff out and experiments, pigs can be trained to play video games with their snouts, study oh. reveals. <laughs> Excellent segue. <laughs> So they might not be able to fly, but if you give them a joystick, something interesting might happen, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so this legendary swine researcher, who actually died in 2010, um, recently was credited on this study. It's a psychological study with pigs, where they <laughs> just basically experimented to see if these pigs could manipulate a joystick to like win games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is literally as dumb as it sounds. Um, there were two Yorkshire pigs named Hamlet and Omelette. <laughs> <laughs> to a bakery <laughs> among other pigs oh, <laughs> basically these pigs are just asked to manipulate these little joysticks with their mouths and eat food in return for wow winning games and that's really all there is in this study <laughs> so it's just like i don't know who funded this but <laughs> the american taxpayer <laughs> oh my goodness so it's just like the conditioning thing what would it, pavlov yeah exactly oh, yeah okay but they i mean they do it even if they didn't get reward for it I thought we had these pigs playing Call of Duty or something. I was, <laughs> dude, imagine imagine you get killed in Call of Duty and it turns out the guy who killed you was a pig. Yeah, it's like Porky 48. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Making bacon 420. I was, was yeah. going to do bacon, yeah. Well, the, the, it, was, it was actually part of a documentary produced by BBC as well. And oh, okay. um, I, I think it's just really interesting that this got as much steam as it did. Because <laughs> it's stupid, that's why. Yeah. First, we've got, you know, I've, I'm sad with the state of academia. Last week, we had spinach sending emails, and this week, we have pigs playing Minecraft. <laughs> what the Why heck? shouldn't we just encourage humans to be more productive? Why do we need spinach? I don't think we need to convince more humans to play video games. I, I, I think these that's pigs true. are being productive enough because apparently they can, quote, think abstractly and do fairly advanced conceptual learning, end well, quote. Well, that's great. <laughs> Great, but they're still going to taste the same. So like, there's no point. <laughs> You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsville 101.7 FM. Next up, we're going to talk about a story that could fit in Wacky World because <laughs> it is kind of crazy. Hillsdale College Student Fed spends $4,500 on ceremonial mace. Uh, yes. So the Hillsdale College Student Fed was informed that it had a surplus of... $109,000 in August of 2019, and a special committee was established to decide what to do with the funds. Over the course of three semesters, they deliberated on what to do with the money. So, you know, I think that's slower than our federal government. $100,000 was put into an endowment with a 5% APR, and the other 9000 was set aside for a legacy gift. Sounds reasonable. 
the gift was settled on was a custom ceremonial mace, which will be manufactured in Green Bay and delivered soon. So here are just a couple of the other ideas that were tabled that they were uh, thinking about spending the money on. So $100,000 to go to buying out Jim Harbaugh's contract at Michigan. (laughs) Wait, why would we want to do that? Well, I'm an Auburn fan, so I don't really care. But apparently, Big Ten fans they care a lot. You know, they they want him out. Uh, another we voted op- on that one. <laughs> uh, another option was modifying the Ronald Reagan statue on campus to depict him as a ripped commando riding a Velociraptor into battle. Now that I can get behind. Oh, absolutely. Do you think that would cost a hundred thousand though? Um, no. Probably have some left over too. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. And the third option that was tabled was embezzlement. <laughs> That's always a valid option in these kinds of situations. <laughs> What I don't get is, it, this is actually, um, realistically, it's just like, if you have $9,000, why don't you, like, donate it to a charity or mm. one of the clubs that has less money? Like, why do you have to spend that much money on a gift? Like, you could get a nice gift for a couple hundred dollars. Well, Student Federation President Brant Siegfried justified his purchase. So, he basically said, every legislative body in the world and almost every American college has a ceremonial mace. I'm pretty sure that a lot of legislative bodies also have access to like nukes i think (laughs) that's true brant needs nukes we are a legislative body most legislative bodies have nukes yeah we should have nukes where are hillsdale's nukes (laughs) i just just don't think like i didn't even know what a ceremonial mace was until this whole thing came out i just i don't think that it's really that big of a deal i think you know hillsdale is a unique college and Mm -hmm. should continue being a unique college by not wasting money on like a couple thousand dollar thing. Yeah, I didn't know Student Fed existed until I saw this story. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I always forget they're a thing. Yeah, well, until you need money, and then you're like, oh, please, sir, can I have some money? Publications aren't under Student Fed anymore, so it's not a concern of mine. Yeah, that's true. Wait a second. Wait, are we governed by Student Fed? Negative, Ghost Rider. Radio? Oh, hey. No. <laughs> hey, let's we go. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. So Brandt said uh, in this article in the Collegian that, quote, I'm convinced that students 200 years in the future are going to look back and say, thank you, because it's something that people can see and tangibly hold and say, this represents something important. I would posit you could say the same thing about a brick. The, the school just bought a brick. <laughs> okay. I think okay. so. The I think ceremonial mace is, is important, more. but not that important. <laughs> yeah. $9,000. Maybe, maybe well, like, like $500 important, but not $5,000. Like, could you not find a cheaper one? Buy one from Walmart. Okay, so you said Caleb, no, it must you be said, gold plated and studded with diamonds. Caleb, you yeah. said a ceremonial mace is pretty important. What would yeah. you say makes it important? Uh, it's basically like something. It's like a symbol of honor. Mm-hmm. So in the procession, whoever gets to hold the mace is like in a position of honor, leading the procession. Does the president basically. get to hold the mace? The president of student fed? No, no, no. This is like at convocation or graduation. Oh, the they're leader gonna, of the they're gonna procession. Use it there. No. Yeah. Well, right. they're going to use it at... Oh, I, I thought it was just for student, for fed, student meetings. fed meetings. That's what I thought no, as no, well. No, no, no. I don't think so. Maybe, so, maybe I, I could be wrong. Because, because I, I understand that. I didn't actually read the that. article. In well, I did. Case, it didn't mention In it. that case, Caleb, I'm actually more persuaded if it's for the college. But if it's just no, for student fed, then I don't think I, it's... I do believe it is just for student fed. Because I read... I f- then I feel like... I mean, the the opportunity to work on student fed, if you're interested in going into some sort of legislation, I think is a good opportunity because you're dealing with real money and real people. <laughs> yeah, wow. this is but, this is literally think, this is the I kind think, of this is the kind of money spending that we need in our 
in our American legislation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I More. think but I think that the like the mace kind of furthers the idea of like student fed being kind of insular and student fed only mattering to right. student fed. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I, I I would disagree with it. Yeah. And I agree with you. I love how they, they take the opportunity at the end of the article to advertise when their next meeting is. Come because see Because no the one maze. knew. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I couldn't tell you when so they This is meet. actually very helpful. I couldn't tell you where they meet. So it's current uh, students did not fund the maze, but yeah. right, that's unused right. funds from previous students mm. did. So in essence, we did indirectly because they, these funds are not being used for Correct. other things. Now. Correct. So funds that could have been used for something else are being used. This is like I li- wonder what the funds we're paying now is going to be used for in the future. <laughs> oh, you know, they're going to buy, uh, I don't know. Fancy little hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> the, the president of Student Fed gets a little, like, pirate hat with, like, little feathers in it. <laughs> a bicorn. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know. There's a fun word of the day. Bicorn. <laughs> Maybe they'll just buy corn <laughs> with the money. <laughs> it just says... The mace will be carried in at the beginning of every student fed meeting okay, by the yep. sergeant at arms. So it's literally just for them. Yep. They bought a little toy That's for them. That's a lot play of money. Yeah, for, for a little toy. Just that. Hey, you can get a paper towel roll and put a bottle cap on top of it. Put a Barbie's head on the top <laughs> of it, and that's a ceremonial, ceremonial mace. mace. <laughs> Go down to the prop department. You ever been in the prop beat room? beat the crap out of somebody with that. That's what a mace is for, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not even gold. It's like wood. <laughs> is it really? Oh, we. Oui. It looks gold. Yeah, there's like a little gold coin part at the top, but then the rest of it's wood. That's you can't wood. beat anybody with that. Yeah, I'm disappointed. <laughs> what are we supposed to do when the? How is a sergeant of arms supposed to defend himself with that when he walks into the meeting room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is he going to be able to defend himself when the the masses come to take him out if they found out how much money they spent on that mace? <laughs> is, is that going to work then? When everyone's rushing him to try to grab all the nuke codes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's right. Oh, wow. Could you imagine just like the missile silos on the quad and then one day, <laughs> you know, like Grove City starts getting a little too uppity. And so like underneath Abraham Lincoln, like <laughs> the top of Central Hall. <laughs> it would not be underneath Abraham Lincoln. It would be underneath Ronald Reagan. Oh, you're right. Amen. <laughs> oh, uh, now that Ronald Reagan's going to be like on a velociraptor, that's, that's going to be the tip of the nuke, oh, you yeah. know? <laughs> that's the warhead. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And with us, we have a very special guest, the Associate Dean of Men, Chief Rogers. Thanks let's, for coming. Let's give it up. Thanks for coming by. Hey, Chief. So what we have, a little segment we like to call Write the Rhyme, W-R-I-T-E. So we're going to drop a beat down for Chief here, and we've got some verses for him that he's going to rap. Now, the last word in every rhyme that's going to finish the verse is not written yet. So Chief is going to have to, on the spot, come up with uh, some words here to finish the rhyme. Mm, so tricky. we have Josh with the beat ready to go. Chief, are, are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. All right. Roll it. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get that beat. <laughs> in my house, I got a lot of rugs. <laughs> <laughs> Just for fun, I do a lot of cardio. <laughs> My name is Chief, and I'm here to say, Simpson Dorm is here to stay. <laughs> I really like ribs. I know what you're thinking. I eat them on the rack. I smoke them myself. I also smoke 
Cornish him. <laughs> I'm not done. I wake up in the morning with money on my mind. Timmy sucks at driving. That's because the little Timmy's underage driver. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. That's amazing. So, uh, would you like to freestyle for us? Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. I love bass. There ain't none in Whitley. I was a tenor. And then I became a bass. <laughs> bass in Simpson. Bass in Needfell. Bass in Goon. Willis getting bass. <laughs> hey, uh, here I go again. I'm easily found on campus. Ask me why that is. Once you see my face, <laughs> you'll know the rest. <laughs> I really didn't say nothing that you weren't thinking. <laughs> we laugh about this stuff. Because we don't sweat it! <laughs> I thought you were going to say because Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Next up, we are going to discuss a topic that I think is very important and should be considered very deeply by the leaders of this college. I propose that we move Hillsdale to Florida. I am in favor of this. 100%. Oh, me too. Just pack it up on some those mobile home trailers and just <laughs> drive her down south, drop her off. We're looking at some decent real estate. Caleb, what do you think about Tampa? Um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we want to stay somewhere that's still relatively rural. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe maybe even a little bit down south. I mean, the yeah. Florida Keys are looking pretty good. Ooh, could you <laughs> yeah. imagine? Hillsdale, a city on a hill on an island. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Could you? We have enough money in the endowment. We could probably buy like one of these little islands. I bet we out could here. just buy all of Key West, and it has an airport yes. right on it. Oh, that's perfect. Let's buy Key West. Just fly <laughs> right into Hillsdale. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. we don't have to worry about these snowstorms anymore. Exactly. And the and the shuttle thing that that problem gets solved. As far as location goes. Why don't we just take a cue from Dubai and just build our own island? I like this with the endowment. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And you know, th there's so many donors in Florida, right, for Hillsdale. That then they, they could come visit. Exactly. They, right. That, Save travel plans and a, pay more to Hillsdale instead. This is a great, you know, they would market it like that. <laughs> yes, we would. A yeah. penny a day keeps the socialism away. Mm. I, I think it would be a better idea to move Hillsdale brick by brick. Sort mm -hmm. of like individual brick by yes. individual brick. Yeah. And then just slowly reassemble it like Lincoln Logs. Down <laughs> like Legos, in. yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, right now we're in the middle of a polar vortex. Or maybe we just got out of it. I, I don't remember which one. And it was pretty bad. I we think got a lot we of were, snow. I think we were on the front end of it. Other, other states are getting it worse still yeah. now. But for us, mm -hmm. if you look at the weather, Wednesday, it's pretty much getting warmer and sunnier here. Also, Rachel... I was going over these notes with Rachel, and I said that a lot of people on campus, they 
don't like to walk on the salted and shoveled sidewalks. They like to make like the Donner Party and just blaze their own trail across the diagonal oh, on the yeah. quad. I, I, I have been guilty of this myself. Yeah. And, oh, me too. And, you know, Rachel didn't time. know what the Donner Party was, which kind of cracked me up. Oh, my goodness. So we got these icy walkways that people walk across on. And I don't know why we take them because they're rougher and they're worse. Like, you're tripping so much, people think you're on acid. It's not good. <laughs> But it we, also takes like twice as long as you're like marching. Okay, okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, but hear <laughs> me out here. In the high. case, in the case where you do perish on the way home, mm -hmm. your body will be well preserved, right, for future generations. Yes, exactly. So they'll put you in the Hillsdale Cadaver Lab after yes, they right. find you. Oh no, wait, Hillsdale's gonna be in Florida, so you're just gonna be there. Like we're gonna <laughs> leave you behind. <laughs> your body will be left wow. to freeze. Now, Caleb, we're not gonna say who because that would be mean. But there's a certain group of individuals who pledge themselves to a certain organization that you would like to leave behind. Is there not? I don't know. Is there, Nick? <laughs> I don't know. Tell I'm, me what you're thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking of... Yeah, that's right. They're, uh, they just stay in their little brick house, all proper and prim, and, and uh, do their little... Uh, Cult shenanigans. And, yeah, yeah, honestly. Like, what what are they doing? Goat sacrifice in there? Who knows? Yeah, I don't think you can do wrong, that in Florida. Wrong group. <laughs> We're conflating. That, those two, though. I mean, they might as well be the same. It is very cold. It do be. Brings a certain 1977 Foreigner song to mind, wouldn't you say? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're going to laugh, just try to make it convincing. Yeah, at least make it sound like you're interested. Sorry, that was my pity laugh. Man, we should start doing that for her. <laughs> oh, Rachel, tell us more about your childhood shenanigans. <laughs> huh. I made a ha, graph ha. in our radio leadership meeting, and the x-axis was uh, time Rachel spends talking. The y-axis was productivity, and, and it was basically <laughs> just an inverse function. Yeah. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there you go. You're laughing you're at yourself. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Tune in next week where hopefully we'll be broadcasting from sunny South Florida.